When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast, joined by Jason Shear. I'm Mike Luke. Elijah Rushing, let's get right down to it. The highest rated player in Arizona football history by a mile to sign with the universe, to commit to the University of Arizona, has committed to the University of Arizona. And Shear, a couple things. We're going to get to Jed Fish. We're going to get to the kudos right here. But first and foremost, this is a massive, massive, massive day for Arizona football and a great day to back the A while we're at it. I mean, look, the the best way to put this into perspective is simple. This is literally the highest rated recruit in Arizona football history. And I know there's been some dark days with Arizona football, but there's also been some pretty damn good players to come through here. Um, You know, and, and so... Uh, it, it is a, a historical day for Arizona football recruiting. Local kids staying home. We've seen that hasn't been the case in re- recent years. Uh, in my opinion, this cannot be understated. Arizona fans should be ecstatic about this. And not only should we be ecstatic about it, this is a position of need. You have the number one defensive end in the country. If one thing that you've watched with Arizona is, guess what? They don't rush the passer very, or they don't rush the passer very well. That's always been an issue, or at least for a long time. Not only it's not like this is a receiver, and that's no offense to receivers. This is a defensive end. This is the kind of kid that goes to Alabama. This is the kind of kid that goes to Georgia, and he had all of those offers, and he decided that he was going to stay here and make his own legacy. Which I also think too is him betting on himself there a little bit. Sheer. That's what I think is so interesting about this. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Arizona doesn't get players like Elijah Rushing. It just doesn't. Yeah. It's got the good skill players. You know, it got Gronk. It's got a couple corners. It got T-Mac. Linemen are basically born and bred in the SEC. Right. You want a top defensive lineman, that's where they go. Arizona was just on TV on a graphic where a kid shows Arizona over Tennessee, Notre Dame, and Oregon. Right. And, and tons of others. Those were and keep in mind, that's not even – he could have gone to Bama. He could have gone to Georgia. He could have gone to any – those were just his final four. Right. That was just his finalist. And you're right. I, I think you nailed it. Like, he's betting on himself. And, and there's going to be a lot of people that say, oh, why would you choose Arizona? They don't blah, blah, blah. And it's like this kid is confident in himself. And I think he realizes and his family realizes that he's, he's, he's a legend in Tucson. You know, like he's like, no matter how his career, as long as his career goes well, you know, he is a legend here and he's betting on himself. He's saying, look, I think I can get to the NFL out of Arizona. I can do it in front of my friends and family every single game. And I'm showing people that it's cool to pick Arizona. You can pick Arizona. 
All right, we got Sean DePaz behind the scenes. Sean, could you uh, could you roll some of those highlights we got here from Huddle? And we're gonna we'll go through the oppressor and everything. But this is what you're looking at right here. And we had Greg Biggins on yesterday. You're dealing with a guy who's six foot five. You you go out there and you watch him on the football field, and he is just taller than essentially everybody else out there. And this is not again. And he's also played his best, as you see right there. He's played his best in the camps. He's played when he's gone around other really good players. He's stuck out to the national media sorts. And that, again, is something that uh, we're, we'll talk a little bit about Bijan Robinson here in a little bit because I think that's relevant to this. But, again, when he's played against the best players in the country, when he showed out right there, and granted, I get that you're in shorts and whatnot, all the dudes like Biggins, all the experts have come away very, very impressed here. Yeah, I mean, look, the, a lot of times you go to these camps and it's bull rush and stuff like that, and you're like, uh, you know, it's but but Elijah rushing has gone to these camps and dominated there as well against some of the best offensive linemen in the country. He looks right. great in pads, but he looks great in his performance. Also, there's a lot of guys that pass the eye test that can't play football. And if you watch these highlights, you can see right away. I mean, his hand technique is advanced. Like he really right. uses his hands well, especially for a high school kid. And the thing that I like about him also is he's not a finished product. Like there's still things that he could get better at. And when you recruit players in high school, that's one thing that you always look for is, is what I'm looking for. Is this Elijah rushing going to be the same Elijah rushing in four years? And the answer right. is no, he's probably, he's going to be better, right? You get him college coaching and all that. And, and so, you know, it, it's a big get locally. It's a big get because what he represents. And of course he's, he's a good player. Right. And on top of that too, he's a fantastic kid. Um, you watch you watch how he conducts himself. He looks like he's been there before. Not only does he look like he's been there before, it looks like he was prepped for this moment. And when your father was a tight end at uh, the University of Florida um, during the uh, Steve Spurrier heyday, you know, he's been through this before. You got somebody in there that knows how to navigate this situation. And But getting him there on the field, now you start looking at the defensive ends that Arizona has here, and you uh, you got a nice little young batch. We've talked a ton about Deuce Davis, um, and we're both very high on him. Now you got Keona Wilhite. Now you got uh, Elijah Rushing as well. That's three nice little de – not, not little, but that's three nice defensive ends you got right there, Sheeran, something you're not accustomed to seeing here at the U of A. Probably at least as far as an impact since what Brooks Reed and Ricky Elmore. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I recently talked to to an Arizona coach, and you know, I said, oh, you know, it's the defensive line that it's bigger, right? And 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 he said, eventually it'll be bigger, and the quality will start to move up also. But the one thing that the coaching staff is consistent on is size, getting right. it done in the trenches. And we've seen, we always bring up our boy. We love you, Parker Zellers. We love it. <laughs> we love you, but. The days no of that 240 pound nose tackles is gone. You right. know, and you say like, if Arizona's going to miss, they're going to miss with big dudes. But eventually what we're seeing is they're going to miss with big dudes that are highly rated. Like Will Height, he's going to move up in the rankings. Right. You know, rushing is, is a top 10 player in the country. Um, even if he moves down a little bit for whatever reason, he's always going to be a, a five-star. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's a situation where, now you're recruiting actual quality, right? right. And, and so it, it, it's, look, man, you can't win in any conference without offensive and defensive lines. And Arizona fully recognizes that, which is something that previous coaching staffs haven't.
All right, we got to talk about Jed Fish here. We're going to get back to Elijah Rushing, but half the story right here, in my opinion, is Jed Fish. We're going to start calling him, listen, most of the time it's the great Jacob Franklin, the great Sean DePath. This time it's going to be the great Jed Fish right here. But first, bet MGM. Now you might say to yourself, Mike, where could I bet on Arizona football over this year? Well, thanks for asking. Go to BetMGM. Um, check this out. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If uh, if it loses with BetMGM, again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now let's hear Shane Diefenbach with the disclaimer about where you would go for Arizona football betting. Claimer 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. All right, Jed Fish. We got to talk about Jed Fish right here. This is a massive, massive uh, uh, move, a uh, moment for Jed Fish right here because, listen, we've heard all the hollow nonsense here. You and I have been doing this a long time. Some of us look a little older than others, but we're about the same age. Um, I love you, Sheer. I'm just kidding with you. But, um, the one thing, though, that we do know is we've seen coaches with hollow promises come in here. Rich Rod was a great X's and O's coach. Rich Rod said all this stuff that he never ended up doing. Someone said that he was going to recruit, that he was going to be, you know, that he was going to be catchy, all of that stuff, and it never happened. Jed Fish came in here, and one of his first remarks was, we're not going to get every kid, but nobody is going to outwork us on the recruiting trail. Elijah Rushing is a perfect example of that, Jason Shearer. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a story in The Athletic where Rogers, the South Point coach, said that on the first day. Very good article by Ari Wasserman, by the way. Yes. On the first day of the recruiting period, at some point, they had a 6 a.m. workout. They opened the doors, the entire Arizona coaching staff, not just Jed Fish, every single coach, offense and defense, watches a lift in a warm up. Right. Right. I can't, I honestly would have, I don't know if that's ever happened. I know right. that sounds stupid. Like, why wouldn't that happen? But that's that's what we're that's what we've been dealing with at Arizona. I know the last staff didn't do it. Um, I know Rich Rod tried with South Point a little bit, but the effort, it's all about effort. That's you know, in order to win at Arizona, you need to recruit. And every coach on this staff recruits. There is no dead weight with this coaching staff in right. terms of recruiting. And when Jed Fish was hired, he said, We're gonna recruit the heck out of this state. And he has. And, you know, maybe you take guys that aren't rated as highly in the state and maybe you, you know, you eventually build there, you know, and and a lot has been made of Arizona landing cruise rushing, cruise rushing was going to Oregon, Arizona, right. right? And Mm -hmm. and so, I mean, that, that's a big deal too. And now Arizona likes cruise rushing, but obviously it, it helps with Elijah, like every move that the Arizona coaching staff makes with recruiting is a calculated move. And For sure. if a guy decommits, whatever they have, they know what they're doing. They have backup plans. They they're organized. It's just Jed Fish made promises and now he's got to win on the field. But in terms of recruiting, he's delivered on all of them. He's delivered on all of them. We're going to get to the in-state recruiting aspect there in a second because I think that's very impressive. By the way, Tony Clifton, Tony Clifton might have the nickname for Jed Fish. Most people hate my nicknames. I think they're fantastic. The Jedi. 
Sheer. That's not bad. Better than, your, better than your nicknames. That's not bad. Tony Clifton, we like that a great deal right there. That's good. But with Jed Fish, though, the other thing, too, when we had Eric Rogers on before, he said, listen, man, he said, there's always a co- there's always a coach down here. There's always something. When someone was here, and I know I like making fun of this, but we're going to make fun of it again. You had DeMarco Murray show up, and he's wearing the skinny jeans, looking cool, and then he just heads off, never to be seen from again. With the U of A, they are relentless in what they do here. And again, it's you're not going to get every kid but they're going to make you say no to the very, very end right there, Sheer. And and here's the thing that I, I, I think people don't really realize. A lot of the whispering or talking was about Oregon. After the Tennessee visit, it was about Tennessee. Arizona has felt really good about this for a while now. Right. Uh, and, 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 and a good portion of it is the effort and the reaction to the effort that was being put in. You know, I, I don't want to say Elijah Rushing chose Arizona – just because it's a hometown school. But it helps when a kid can go visit Tennessee and the first thing he sees when he gets back is the Arizona coaching staff. Right. Because a lot of times after a visit, you're excited, there's a high, but now there's Arizona. Uh, Elijah rushing, I mean, how many spring practices was this kid at? 10? Yeah, yeah. and the thing about it, too, is that he's got an open invite. All those kids, him, Keona Wilhite said the same thing. The coaching staff, not only only do you have an open invite, they want you to show up. They want to know when you're going to be coming, when you're going to be, uh, you know, there because they want to treat you right. And, And it's not just Elijah Rushing shows up and watches a practice. There's a coach with him or, or a staffer of some sort. Every set, you have a question, we're answering it. Right. You want to ask Jed something after practice, you go right on ahead. Like we have seen Jed meet with recruits. And then, you know, we've seen things where like Elijah Rushing goes to practice and Pete Carroll gives the team a post-game speech. Right. Or Bill Belichick is sitting watching practice, you know, and, and to the media, you're like, is that Pete Carroll? Is that Bill Belichick? But imagine what it means to like a five-star lineman with aspirations to play in the NFL when Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick and guys like that, you're talking to him after practice. And at first, we're like, oh, there's Jed Fish name dropping. And he, and he is a name dropper, 100%. But, but, it, but it works, man. It works. And you're bringing these guys to practice. So I'm, I'm, Sheer and I got to eat some crow on this uh, as well. Because again, anybody that said that they loved the Jed Fish hire initially outside of Bobby Robbins and Dave Hickey is lying to you. Do not listen to them. But. Sheer and I will. I remember after the first presser, the second presser, we're both listen. We we want Jed Fish we, to do well. We used to have bets on how many names he would drop. <laughs> like, there, there's no other way to put it. We used to have bets on how many names Jed Fish would uh, bring up, how many times will you bring up Bill Belichick, all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, not only are these people in his corner, Bill Belichick, let's be honest, is not coming out to Tucson if he doesn't have some kind of use for uh, uh, Jed Fish. Neither is Pete Carroll sending his kid off to all of that. And so, again, that's a real, I think, a real reflection, though, on what Jed Fish has had to do. And, again, he's been able to play this one masterfully, especially with the social media game, which we're going to get to in just a second. By the way, do you think that, do you think that Elijah Rushing is going to Circle K today? I would assume that's the first place he's going. 
Listen, Elijah Rushing, when he's leaving South Point, there are Circle Ks. There are multiple Circle Ks. I would assume that he's not going to the Grant Oracle one, but I would assume that he's probably going to the one on Speedway. If you want to see Elijah Rushing, maybe you go to Circle K, maybe you don't, but either way, they got great deals. Make sure you're not missing out on the great stuff right now. Text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on a 32-ounce Polar Pop. Head to CircleK.com slash store locator for more details. All right. Now, the other thing that Fish has done that was uh, great here is the little things. Like you mentioned before, cruise rushing. Cruise rushing is probably not a Power 5 Division I football player in its purest form as far as being a guy that is on one, on, you know, one of the 11 or in the, uh, in the two deep. But he is a good enough football player that at the very least you can have him be a special teams demon, a special teams ace. And – you might also reel in his brother as well. That's another thing. Again, it's a small detail to some, but it's something that Jed Fish, Matt Doherty, who uh, I'm going to let you give some kudos to here in a minute, certainly knew about and certainly t- factored in right there, Sheer. Yeah, and I mean, look, uh, again, I want to say it's, uh, you know, the Arizona coaching staff with crews rushing, it, it's not a case of like this dude just sucks, right? right. <laughs> like they believe – he could be on special teams um, just to start. And, and they do believe that he'll he'll play. But the fact that you say, look, even if he plays one snap his entire career, but he's going to help you land a five of the highest right. rated player. You take a We see it in basketball all the time. Look at Tubelis, right? Like it's you do it when when you're trying to get certain type of players. You do it right. It, it's just the way things are. Um, you know, and, and, and so Arizona saw it and it's, it's the little things it's not, you know, it's paying attention to details, how important And look, cruise rushing was at today's announcement in full Arizona gear. Right. And, and and he was back in the A. Yeah. He was back in the, that means something. And it means something to the family that now they can go and watch both kids on the same field. Um, if you know the rushing family, it's a great group of people. And for them to be able to go to Arizona Stadium and watch their two sons play, that means a lot to them. For sure. And it should mean, by the way, <laughs> Tony Altamore, our good friend Tony Altamore, who said that SMU is out recruiting Arizona, might want to go back and look at the rankings after this one. Jose L. Roman, I know you're terrified about the assigning. This kid is going to the University of Arizona. There is, uh, He's going to the University of Arizona. I would be beyond shocked if he did so I'm, I'm not at all worried about that right there because again they had the all they had all kinds of different options right here that if they wanted them now the uh it's, let's talk about the nil a little bit because i can tell you that oregon was in there and i feel very comfortable reporting this that oregon is was in there for around five hundred thousand dollars perhaps a little bit more Arizona, I'm not saying that they were able to match that, but Arizona was clearly able to come up with something competitive along with selling the in-city type uh, uh, or in-city type plane for Elijah Rushing Shear. Yeah, I don't like you. You're the numbers guy. I am the numbers guy. Call me the numbers guy. I don't I don't you know, I'm not a big numbers guy because you just there's so much BS that comes along with it. But I'll say this. There is no world where Arizona outbid Oregon. Right. So any so here's here's how this played out. Oregon finally, um, um, whatever. We'll give some inside scoop. Elijah Rushing committed to Arizona on Saturday. Okay, he committed mm-hmm. to Arizona on Saturday. It took Oregon a few days to figure that out. Oregon figures that out yesterday morning, 
And all of a sudden, you see a bunch of articles saying momentum has shifted and all that. Well, what happened was Oregon started telling people that he's going to Arizona. Well, how does Oregon cover up for the fact that they just lost a recruiting battle to Arizona? They tell everyone that they just weren't going to pay as much money as Arizona was, and they just couldn't compete financially. Give me a break. <laughs> like, come on, man. And, and so Arizona did well with NIL. Absolutely, NIL was a factor. Of course it was. You're not telling Elijah Rush and you're not getting anything come to Arizona. This day and age, you got to pay kids. But the idea that they paid more than Oregon is just asinine. Well, not only is it that, and the people around the U of A, listen, it's a developing NIL program for sure. But nobody in the hierarchy at Arizona is going to tell you that this is a next level NIL program. That's what USC has. That's what Oregon has. So the the whole idea that Arizona somehow outbid Oregon is just absolutely, as you would say, as you said, Jason, sheer asinine right there. So now let's talk more about what this means, though. And I think a big part of this, and here's the difference between Jed Fish and his previous uh, or his predecessor. The difference between Jed Fish and Kevin Sumlin is this. Kevin Sumlin had a five-star running back right down the street from him in Bijan Robinson. Kevin Sumlin looked for reasons not to recruit Bijan Robinson and Lathan Ransom. Well, we can't get him. Um, it's just going to be a waste of time. We'll go find the kid from UL Monroe. Jed Fish comes in and says, no, we're going to recruit them until the very last possibility, and we're going to make Elijah Rushing and Keona Wilhite feel like they need to be part of this Arizona program, and it paid dividends. You don't know if you don't try. The the Bijan Robinson recruitment, look, do I think Bijan would have gone to Arizona? Probably not. Now, you still got to put an effort like Arizona, this coaching staff has recruited people. The Jedfish coaching staff has recruited guys that it was pretty sure wasn't going to Arizona. Right. Right. Um, Because you have to put in the effort and like, again, you know, like it's, there's relationships to be made in in recruiting. If you recruit Bijan, maybe you see a younger guy that's there in your crew to only go for one. I could tell you that if, Keona Willite and Elijah Rushing weren't on South Point this year. Mm-hmm. Arizona would still stop by South Point every open recruiting period. It'd be the T-Max situation yeah. where you're going to keep recruiting them till the very end because you don't know what could happen or what doors that could open up for you. You just have to. It, it, it's. I can't think of a major – can you imagine ASU not going to Scottsdale Saguaro to recruit? Correct. It's not even stopping back. Can you imagine UCLA not going to Bosco? Like right. That's what we're talking about here. Like it's if you have a, a great football high school in your area, you better be there recruiting it, whether there's guys there or not. Right. For sure. And Andre Veris, our buddy, Andre Veris, who, by the way, texts me asking me for information. Guess what he called you yesterday, Sheer, via text? Uh Oh, what do you call me? Skier. Gosh. Andre, that scored a lot of points with me right there. But this is actually – it's a good question. It's a fairly easy answer. Basically, the players want to give the coaching staff generally a little bit of a heads up as to what uh, is what what's going to go on. But at the same time, they also want – they also are – a lot of times are a little bit hesitant to tell people for exactly the same reason that Oregon uh, – that Elijah Rushing probably regrets telling Oregon is that you can also have coaches that can kind of rain on that parade right there, and that's exactly what happened with Oregon. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Like, look, like, I, if you notice, a lot of times I'll hit with commits. I didn't hit with rushing at all. Um, it, it just, it's it's out of respect to the family. You know, it's a great family who's handled everything right. 
Um, and I still don't tend to do that with kids that commit to other schools. Like right. usually we know like when a kid is committing, where they're committing to and all that, but it's right. the kid's moment. Like let them have like, this is something they earn. And it's just, it, it's, you know, it's- They deserve this. Yeah, they deserve it. It's like, why are you ruining a kid's announcement? Cause he didn't choose your school. Come on. Right, I know. And it's super, super lame at this point. Also, by the way, Mountain Mike's Pizza. Cheer, when was the last time you went to Mountain Mike's? We know that you're a fan. We know you're a fanatic. It's been a little bit, but I, I maybe I'll go tonight to celebrate. All right, head over to mountainmikespizza.com or to their Mesa, Chandler, or Tucson locations to place your next order. A reminder: new diehards get a fifty dollar voucher upon signing up. Mountain Mike's Pizza again. Mountain Mike's Pizza is so big that they are in Sacramento, and Sheer Ben and myself were driving. And I think, was it Ben or was it you that spotted the mountain mics? And we didn't I even know it was there. I spotted it from hundreds of feet away. That's how big the movement is, and the movement will not be stopped. Now, with uh, with Elijah rushing, obviously there. Now you got Keona Wilhite as well. I know that there's one person on your board that's trying to say that uh, Wilhite will uh, leave now <laughs> because of rushing. I do not believe that. Um, this is, for all intents and purposes, Jed Fish getting the players that he needs, especially on that D line, because I think we're at the stage. We're at the stage now where we know. I mean, let's be honest. We know that Jed Fish is going to put together a good offense. I don't think that there's any doubt about that. It's about being able to kind of load up on that defense. You got a loaded linebacker core now with uh, Justin Flo, Jacob Manu, Leviticus Sua. Now you can start getting those defensive linemen in there, maybe by Big Bill Norton as well. Yeah, I mean, it's all of a sudden, like, it, it goes back to Jed Fish gets it, right? Like, it, and even in this class, there's other, I mean, Tui Halamaka is a big dude. Right. Uh, you know, Bill Norton, like you mentioned this year, you look at the, the line overall, guys, this year, size, right? It goes back to size. Like, Jacob Kangaika, huge. Norton, huge. Uh, Manoa this year, big dude, right? Like. Right. Surprised us during the spring because I'll be honest, I thought Manoa was going to come in and not be very good. No, Manoa's good. Manoa's Manoa's going to start. Yeah, and so like it, it just look at and, and you know what? Even beyond the size thing, like look at Isaiah Ward. Right. Where'd that come from? Right? And, right. and all of a sudden, there's a good chance that Isaiah Ward starts. Like there's a real chance. And, oh, and, you and I heard the same thing on that one. I like right? that year. Arizona knows what it's doing. And and there's a difference with like, like Rich Wright used to recruit three-star recruits with no power five offers and be like, what are we? And you'd be like, right. Okay, G, love that term. And, right. and they wouldn't pan out. They just weren't there. But all the guys that Arizona is bringing in, even the three stars of power five offers, that's what you always look for. And they're evaluating well. They're in the portal well. Um, everything. They just get it. Well, let's look. I mean, you and you can look at a bunch of different examples of players. But like you said, when you look at players, you want to see what their offers are, because, again, you're going to recruit big dudes. And you and I, I mean, I'm going to tell the Ben White story here again. And that really cracks me up. That really shows you how bad recruiting was under someone. <laughs> so this is before Sheer Bell. It was Jared Bell. Okay, Jared Bell. Sheer and I actually uh, we used to work, or Sheer and I, Ben and I actually used to work for Sheer before he fired us and kicked us to the curb. Um, and that's where Saul Bookman took pity on me. I appreciate you, Saul. You're a much better boss than Sheer. Um, and 
But Ben White and I would have to call recruits. It was the worst part of the job ever because you would always be interviewing a kid that was looking at Arizona and also considering Wichita State, uh, Tulane, um, all of this stuff. Tell Brogan to buzz off. Um, But we're talking – Ben calls Jarrett Bell, a kid who somehow went on an Arizona visit just because his buddy was going on the visit as well. And the first thing that Ben asks him is he says, well, what do you think about Arizona and the visit? And Jarrett Bell says, there's like this long pause. And he goes, oh, I would never go to Arizona. Are you kidding me? That's what it was. You had kids that were taking visits that weren't even considering going to Arizona. Sure. Thing, like you wound up in Alabama and like to, when you didn't say it out loud, but you're like, right. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> like, right. Like, yeah. And I've had kids in the past. And I, to be fair, I think like one or two kids have done this under Jed where I've contacted them. And they're like, yeah, I'm not going there. Right. And, and usually it's it's a favor, right? <laughs> but like, but it's, it's also boring. embarrassing in hindsight that you're having kids taking up official visits that are telling a reporter point blank, oh, I would never go to Arizona. Yeah, while well, on the visit. I think he was like in the airport. Yes. <laughs> like, and and uh, Ben was better at this than I was because Ben would actually record the interviews. I just used my train of thought right there. Um, I remember Ben showing me this, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's embarrassing. Jed Fish would not do that poor OV cat Mario Mesa, as the kids say, I-Y-K-Y-K right there. Um, but defense now. So let's talk about this, though, a little bit. Um, defensive line, though. What do you look for then that first year coming in? Because both the Will Hyde and Rushing are playing. Because it's not like you have, again, I like Deuce Davis a great deal. You like Deuce Davis a great deal. But that's one that's one pass rusher right there. I think this is going to be kind of a three-man unit right there. And it's going to be those three, and you're going to let them take their bumps and bruises. Yeah, I mean, it, it's they're going to have depth. Which is wild to say, like, you'd look at Deuce and – Will Hyde and rushing and all that. I mean, that is as legit as Arizona's had. You know, I was looking I for my podcast yesterday. I got curious, and I was looking at freshman defensive line stats. And, like, it is really hard to put up numbers as a freshman defensive end. I think the – I don't remember his name, but he was, like, the third best player in the country last season. And for A&M, he played, and he had 17 tackles and four sacks. Right. And I realize there's a difference between A&M and Arizona and rotation and – snaps and all that but I, I i don't think people should expect elijah russian to come in and have like 10 sacks as a freshman. right that, that's just not going to happen but putting pressure on the quarterback get a couple sacks get some tackles there's areas he has to get better in he's not great against the run right now um i think he needs to get a little stronger there but i i just don't see a scenario where he doesn't come in and, and start from day one yeah, and like and Greg Biggins said, uh, Greg Biggins said on there, he said, I expect him to be kind of in your traditional line of defensive ends that go to college for three years and then they're off to the NFL. And, you know, Greg Biggins is not a man of hyperbole. Greg, Greg Biggins is a, a very smart man, but not a man of hyperbole. Is this, uh, by the way, the uh, sheer, you wanted to talk a little bit about in-state recruiting, a little bit more um, signal caller, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, our buddy Blair and Gulo kind of said it on our. By mind. the way, I called this one a year ago. You got to give me full credit on this. I will. So I'm not saying nothing's guaranteed in recruiting, um, but Demond Demond Williams. There's rumors. So Ole Miss, if you real, if you look, if you're not aware, a couple of weeks ago, maybe last month, I think they took that kid that reclassified by like two right. years, and so he's now ahead of Williams. They have another guy coming in. They basically have three 
quarterback commits in the class is right. the way it pretty much lines up. Arizona only takes one quarterback a class. Um, and, and that guy is, is you know, they've been on Demond Williams. Um, the, you know, the, the commitment from that other kid only helped their case. I, I think they're, they're very much in it. You never know. He hasn't decommitted. But, but I, they're very much in it. And, and I could say that he was paying very close attention to today's events. Um, do you want to give uh, your uh, senior editor, Scott Schlittenhart, any, uh, any kudos on this year? Scott was on it. Scott, the people, look, if you're not a member of Wildcat Authority, it's not always me. There's other, you know, there's Scott, there's Too Easy J. There's people that come in from all necks of the woods, and they just, they've got inside info. Right. And that's just the way it is. So that's where you want to go. Now, next move then. One thing that I think a lot of people have been worried about is Jed Jed Fish. And is he going to get too successful and then head off? I think that this is this could be a turning point here, Sheer, for a couple different reasons. First of all, I believe this is going to be about a seven-win team this year. You do as well, by the way. Get on to BetMGM on this. Um, but um, the next year then, assuming let's just assume Arizona gets seven wins. Let's have fun because it's not like Arizona football could ever disappoint. So let's have fun right here. If Arizona then – you got a loaded roster then because that awesome 2022 class, almost all those dudes are juniors at that point. Then if you get solid quarterback play, you could be looking at a nine or a 10 win team. Theoretically with getting Elijah rushing, does this also show as well that maybe Jed fish can win really, really big here. Just saying. If I was Jed fish and, and this might actually be what he was doing. I would be on the phone with every big booster related to Arizona and saying, look, man, you give me my NIL and I can compete with the big boys. Right. And again, this recruitment wasn't NIL, but what I'm saying is Jed is of the full and correct belief that in order to reach a certain level with Arizona, the financial support and the admin support have to be as strong, stronger than it's ever been. The admin support is stronger than it's ever been. Every position that Jed is that a shout out to Dave Heakey? Absolutely. Every position that Jed has asked for, he has gotten this recruiting department is the biggest that we've seen by far. Right. Um, you know, they outbid Colorado and a couple other schools for Armand Hawkins, for instance, mm-hmm. which has paid off. Would you take a job in the recruiting department? I, I tried once. You know that I tried to get a job when Mike Stoops was hired. And what did he say? He didn't even give me an interview. <laughs> That's why he's living with his brother and right now. now. Go ahead. Now what's funny is the cool thing is to hire like analysts. Like you got like multiple analysts as agents and NBA front offices and all that. Like Brian Snow has a job with Penn State. So for sure. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. But um, it, uh, you know, it, it's now it's NIL and eventually Arizona, like Jed has to win, right? Right. He has to win. Now, if Jed goes out this season and wins eight games and then everyone is coming back, but he gets an offer from like a Missouri type. I don't think he takes it. I think Isn't he, that a lateral move? Right. Um, you know, it, it, it's now you wait another year and you get 10 or nine wins and, and you want to leave. Hey, I get it. Right. Because look, at the end of the day, I love Arizona football. You love Arizona football, but there's still levels to this game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and and if Michigan, if you know, comes and calls Jed Fish and offers him $5 billion a year, Jed Fish is going to Michigan. Right. It's there's nothing Arizona can do. There's some schools. There's nothing Arizona could do. But I think today at least let's Jed think twice and say, hey, you know what? 
maybe I can win here. And 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 now eventually again that has to translate, but he just landed a top ten player at Arizona. Dennis Walsh, interesting question right there. We're gonna get to it in a second, but first, could there be a new four peaks movement on the defensive line here? Oh, that's a good idea. All right, so here's the who would the peaks Someone be? The defensive end would be pretty good. All right, so you got you got Elijah Russian, you got Keona Wilhite, you got Deuce Davis. We need a fourth. Uh, we need a fourth end to said, join the peaks. You just said Dylan Anderson should switch sports. Is that what you said? Oh, that's what you said. You're trying to cheat. You're trying to cheap shot your way into getting Dylan Anderson out of Arizona Athletics. We see what you've done, and you failed to this point, Sheer. Fendi did it. Fendi did it. Dylan Anderson playing football. Come on, come on. That's not Dylan. Julius Peppers did it. Now, let's say that you might want to go see ASU and Syracuse alum Sean somewhere. And you might say to yourself, where could I see Sean? You might be able to find him at Four Peaks. And again, the reason you're Four Peaks is because it's cool. There's good stuff. Sean is a leader of men, as we've talked about before. Check out Four Peaks Brew or Four Peaks Pub to uh, – Keep up with the latest on Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 years or up to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. All right. Now you've got the Dylan Anderson haters coming in here. Guys, Dylan Anderson is going to be a great player at Arizona. He is going to be what Duke Brennan could have been at ASU. That's for you, Sean, right there. Um, The Sean Elliott comparison. I get this a lot. Um, I don't go anywhere near that, to be honest with you, because Sean Elliott is the greatest player in Pac-10, Pac-12 history post-Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. By any metric, national player of the year, leading scorer, all of that, best player in Arizona history, uh, Elijah Rushing would essentially have to be Julius Peppers for that to be for that to occur. And, and I'll say this, too, that like it's so much different in basketball like there's five guys you know like right. i always say the basketball recruiting you can land one superstar and be super good right away football right. there's so many moving parts and i you know if elijah rushing I, this sounds bad but if elijah rushing was a top five quarterback in the country maybe i could buy it a little bit because of the impact a quarterback has on a game but the reality is as good as elijah rushing is as a defensive end while he is going to impact the game he would have to be so good to change the trajectory of Arizona's program as a whole that it's just it's hard for me to compare it to Sean Elliott. Yeah, Sean I mean, Elliott changed Arizona basketball forever. All right, Scott Schlittenhart, your guy, Scott Schlittenhart, just hopped in here. He says he just got shouted out. But again, that's the community, though, that you have with Arizona Athletics. When you got yeah. Sheer and senior editor Scott Schlittenhart, I mean, these two work together. These are like pea and, peanut butter and jelly, Jason Shear. Yeah, Scott's good people, and uh, you got the call. You got the columns coming back then this football yeah. season as well, for Podcast sure. With you and him highlighting all the stuff should be good, and yeah, right. I mean, look, I love the I love the Wildcat Authority community. I love all it. Right. Sean, can we go to the uh, can we get to the uh, announcement of Elijah rushing right there with um, announcing that he's going to back the A in consultation with my loved ones? I have decided to commit to the Arizona Wildcats. The number one rated defensive lineman in the country. I don't think that ASU has ever gotten those in the recruiting rankings. Maybe Terrell Suggs, but that was before Sean was even born. So this is, again, this is something that 
ASU is used to get. ASU's used to getting. Uh, are not ASU's used to getting. USC's used to getting. Alabama's used to getting. Georgia's used to getting. Arizona's not used to getting this. And again, too, like we just talked about here, the kid bet on himself. And that, to me, is a big part of all this, is the, the kid bet on himself. It would have been easy to go anywhere else. He would have gotten more money. He's going to be a big fish in a small pond in Arizona, and we're going to find out what he can do. I just looked this up. ASU has got to two five stars in their school history, so only one more than Arizona. Let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. Nikhil Harry. Nope. <laughs> the first one, you'll be – one of them is really obvious when you think about it. Oh, uh, Vontez Perfect, duh. Yes, that's number one. He was the 11th best player in the country. He is the highest rated ASU recruit ever. Ooh, Elijah Rushing, higher rated than Vontez Perfect, Sean. No, number two, huh. tight end. Oh, Zach Miller. Yeah. All right. But again, tight end, that's an auxiliary position right there. We don't even want tight ends around. We already got Tanner McLaughlin. We already got Kean Burnett. We don't need players like Zach Miller here. Arizona is a tight end factory. Again, you know what's funny about it? We're actually kind of joking, but we're also kind of not. No, Tanner, McLaughlin, Tanner McLaughlin can play in the NFL. Um, NFL, uh, McLaughlin, NFL. Brandon Manamuliana played 12 years. Burnett, I think eventually it will be an NFL prospect. Brad Wood, before he drove all that marijuana, he was solid. Dude, there is so much good stuff. Brad Wood from Sabino High School, by the way. Um, <laughs> you but, don't know that story, Google it. It's awesome. By the way, so again, we got to talk a little bit about the decision-making process that brought in tight end you right there. I like that, Brad Rich. We got to talk a little bit about the decision-making process, though. I did – and I've talked with Dave a lot about <laughs> I've talked with Dave. <laughs> but yeah, but he said and this does kind of this does kind of resonate though, Sheer, and that you need somebody that wants to be here. And that unfortunately, I think Dilly was a good hire for ASU, but um, he's copying what Jed Fish is doing. Uh, imi you know, uh, imitation is a serious form of flattery, obviously. But Jed Fish is doing everything possible to win here. He's not cutting corners. And that's something that matters at the end of the day, Skier. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't, I don't know what I, if I'm even supposed to say this, but I, if you guys remember, I'm going to brag a little bit. I, I put Jed Fish's name out there first, and people freaked out. And I didn't break it. Schefter broke it. That you didn't like it either, Sheer. You put it out, but you didn't like, I it. didn't like it. No, I didn't like it all. But the way I found out basically was because someone on the Patriots with the connection to Arizona went around telling a few Arizona people. And that kicker, you could probably figure out who it was at the time, said that Jed Fish really, really wanted the job. And that player supported Jed. And it wasn't BS. It was Jed as a kid win at Arizona. Like, was super right. high. People close to Jed believe that he could win it was the people like you and me that were like what yeah like, what no, like? i mean you gotta look at it you look at his track record and that's why this is such an amazing hire because let's be honest the track record is there i mean was no reason there was no tangible yeah. proof to to think that jed fish would win at arizona and that's right. not an insult to him it's just like you can look and yeah he had, he had successful coordinator jobs but then he would leave never been a head coach things like that it, it's but it was never like you could point, you know, to, to like other guys that were on the list, you could point and go like, yes, this guy has won here and there and whatever. Judge just didn't have that resume. You wanted Ken Enge here. You want to take that I back? And now he's fired and he's a special advisor to UCLA. And look at Brent Brennan. A lot of people wanted him and it, he hasn't been good as of late. It, and 
Sheer, what kind of shorts do you wear? Uh, I don't know. Target. Have you, have you ever thought about wearing bird dogs? Uh, I haven't heard of it, but I am now. I'm going to Google Bird it. dogs. Sean, hop in here. You're a fat. You're a fashion aficionado. Hop in here, Sean. Come on, Sean. Watch this. Sean. Sean's going to speak for Sean. Talk a little bit about our this is our veteran producer, Sean DePaz. Sean, talk a little bit about bird dogs. You're a man of style and substance. Yes, sir. They're the most. I mean, you can't go wrong with khakis, right? Because basically anything goes wrong with khakis. So they have nice khaki shorts, but they're more stretchy, comfortable fit. They have the lining built into them. Like kind of like a compression short lining built into them. They are genuinely the most comfortable shorts I've ever worn. Sean, could they make me look cool? Yes. I mean, yeah. They that is an impossible cool. job, and that's where Bird Dogs comes in right here. <laughs> they can make you look good. All right. Again, appreciate you, Sean, vouching for Bird Dogs right there. All right. Go to birddogs.com uh, backslash PHNX to enter promo code PHNX for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com backslash PHNX or promo code PHNX for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't uh, you you won't want to take Bird Dogs. Uh, you're going to want to take this. Uh, guarantee I it. Know. I know. Right Sheer <laughs> spends his money on fly ass Nikes, on the pink Nikes, Sheer, that you were wearing in Section 7. Yeah, I'm going to buy, I'm going to Vegas this week, and I'm probably going to buy another pair. There's a sneaker con this weekend. All right. All right. Now, but in summation, though, joking aside, this is this is the biggest day in Arizona football history when it comes uh, when it comes to recruiting. It just is. Uh, I don't care if Elijah Rushing becomes Julius Peppers or if he becomes. I almost said I don't want to say Lewis Holmes, I, although I just said it. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me, though. It shows to that this program is at a point now where you can bring in certain players and who can go anywhere they want. And you've got a father in George Rushing who has been at the highest level that feels comfortable sending his kid off there as well. This is just big time stuff all the way across the board, Skier. Yeah, there's there's no way to to downplay it. You know, a lot of times we'll downplay commitments. Um, you know, and I'm not doing it with this one. This is literally the biggest recruiting day in Arizona football history. Will you get, will you, how many subscribers will you get off of this day today? Sure. Uh, uh, more the merrier. All right. We're running a deal. We're running a deal. 60% off. We're celebrating wildcatauthority.com. All right. Uh, G-Rod, you're obviously a smart man. You're going to buy uh, – you're going to go and uh, buy some bird dogs right now. Very smart. Uh, I'm 44 minutes late, but just need to say Tucson is better than Eugene and Knoxville in every metric. We agree with you right there. All right. But, again, rushing jersey is not out yet. We will be back with you tomorrow, though, at 1230, breaking this all down. Sheer, you're the man. Elijah Rushing, you are the man. We're going to try to get him on next week. We've had Elijah on a few times uh, talk about the commitment. But um, just an overall, a great day to back the A, Sheer, correct? Always a great day, right? We all say back the A. Real, come on. Come on. Come in. Real, come, come, come on. Don't be camera shy. Come on. Come on. Tell the people. Back the A. Back the A. That's what we're talking about. You know, we're going to get a clip out of that as well, because we're going to put her right next to when Jed Fish can't really uh, keep his uh, straight face saying, bear down and back the A. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, everybody out there, we'll be back with you tomorrow. Appreciate all of your remarks. We're going to go into depth, into detail. This was a fantastic day. For Jason Shear, I am Mike Luke. Sean behind the scenes, vouching for bird dogs, making us look cooler than we should. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Back the A, baby. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.